yourself under my protection. Big man in a suit of armor. Take that off, what are you? What's but a smile on that face? I'm touching myself tonight. How could a woman possibly fight you? this? There are two things I want to do. I want an American cheeseburger. Ah, 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 ah. Ah! Oh, we're baby. <laughs> Representing the Marvel side of things. Yes. Exactly, exactly, man. So, um... So just address the elephant in the room as to why why I've been away for so for so long, man. Um, basically, uh, I do you know after all the Snyder Cut stuff came out, right? Yeah. And I was looking forward to that for so so long, and once that came out, I was kind of like, okay, you know what? This is this is like a culmination of a journey that we've been through through the DC Versus Marvel podcast, and you know, do I want to do I want to do it? anymore after that and kind of i was just seeing online just all this stuff like people saying okay not only you should be happy that that snyder cut has come out but nah people aren't happy man they're just like okay well now this has come out we're gonna boycott suicide squad we're gonna boycott uh, the batman film we're gonna do this we're gonna do and i'm just like okay do i want to be part of that mission and the answer to that was no so i just kind of just like just kind of like you know what uh let's just let's just uh, abandon that mission that's um not so but, fair though man because what about the marvel side of things this is the dc versus marvel <laughs> podcast this is right as all the shows were about to start that is that is true that is true but you know what i i really i basically fell out of love with everything because you know what i was um, saying to you bro i'm gonna watch i'm gonna watch loki i'm i watched two episodes of wind soldier and just fell off man i was just wow. like i'm not i'm not watching this anymore i i literally fell off every every single thing and was just like sod this man i can't be bothered to watch anything um and then burnout. like You'd yeah burnout. probably yeah. probably man probably so and then and then after a while just like okay a few things started coming and a bit of news started coming and i started watching a few things and i was like no i missed this a bit yeah <laughs> and then i was kind of like um and then it, and then it culminated in um in watching shang chi right and i was like i was like how can i how can i abandon this, this stuff that i enjoy well, so I'd much you know i'd like to hear marvel you back <laughs> you, know? <laughs> <laughs> you know what i mean so um so yeah, so I was just, I was just like, okay, fine, uh, you know, let's, let, you know, let's do that mission. It was also well at, at the time, right? This, um, this like DC graphic novel collection that I've got there as well. It was like there was a spate of like maybe twelve, thirteen graphic novels that were just garbage. Like literally, they're just sending stuff that is all based on the same story. And I just kind of, I literally fell out of love with all of it, man. I just like, I don't want to do anything. <laughs> to do with anything to do with 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 comic books whatsoever man superhero yeah. fatigue is a real thing even for people who are born for this and raised on this it's uh yeah you just reach a point where you just kind of need a break and that's right nothing wrong with it yeah yeah so that so that's basically it and now obviously now uh now yeah this is yeah. this is the this is baby. the main run, right? This is the main run, man. So yeah, I know. Um, yeah, we obviously, um, you know, me, me and Ed still been, you know, talking about 
different kind of you know comic book and you know all this kind of stuff there in the meantime in our in our group that we have um so yeah it's uh you know still still all that stuff's been going on so still knowing all of that kind of stuff but yeah i'm i'm still i'm still behind on so so many things man so i think shang chi will kind of leave till a little bit later later in the show yeah so what are we going to be talking about this episode so today we're going to be talking about uh batman day right we're going to be talking about shang chi we're going to be talking about bane potentially uh being in a uh you know in a in a series warner brothers suiciding themselves <laughs> um catching yeah. up on catching up on what if some transformers footage some mad stuff coming out on the playstation there as well um anything else i <laughs> just maybe make justice yeah, Injustice. You have to mention a little bit of the Disney Plus stuff, even though you haven't watched a lot of it. You've still got to mention some of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's the thing. I'll be, I'll be waiting for your for your review oh. on these on these thingies, man. So your culmination of of each thing, uh, because yeah. now we've obviously had we've had um, Falcon and Winter Soldier. We've had uh, we had Wonder Vision. We've had uh, Loki. Loki, and now and obviously what if is is kind of going there now as well. And you can kind of think, okay let's now we can now sit back and say what's kind of worked, what stood out what's you know stuff exactly. like that you know what i mean and so to tick our little star wars box i'm curious yes. i'm very curious to get your opinion on knights of the old republic remake yes yes like are you excited because you love that game I, yeah, I did. I did. I used to play that like like crazy, man. I used to play that so much. Um, yeah, I would, I would love it because the thing about thing about Knights of the Old Republic was this: it was basically like a single player, right? Mm-hmm. And you could choose to do like um, it, it was kind it was kind of crazy because I love the fact that um, you know you you basically can have dark side powers or light side powers right but the decisions that you kind of make it's like you know you can sometimes sometimes like in a day like say your boss can pee you off or like something yeah. can annoy you or whatever and you're like in a bit of a cis mood right so you're just like okay uh some you know you're playing that game and then somebody somebody comes up to you and they're just like saying something and you just reply to them like you know <laughs> i've taken this trinket or whatever it's, you know you could there's nothing you could do about it and then other times you got to be diplomatic and you got to be like jedi side and stuff like that i just it's it was such an expansive game i used to prefer kotor 2 which was actually the un, the one that was kind of unfinished mm-hmm. compared to compared to kotor 1 cuz i didn't really play um kotor 1 that much but i played the hell out of kotor 2 <laughs> i literally wow. played the hell out of it so i would be looking forward to it but it's kind of it's kind of one of those things man i i i recently I don't know for I think because I've been watching a few like history documentaries on uh, on YouTube and stuff like that I was kind of like um I, I wanted to play Civilization for some reason yeah yeah I've <laughs> right. had that feeling too yeah I know that one <laughs> right. so so I downloaded I downloaded Civilization 6 from Steam right and I I just been playing it the problem is man it's like literally this game is just yeah what I did was there's different selections so you can choose a fast game 
slow game, whatever. And you could choose a marathon game, which basically goes on for like, you know, 10,000 turns or whatever. So like an idiot, I'm like, oh, let me choose the marathon oh game, God. right? So, so, so basically like you're choosing this game and it is, it's just so epic and stuff, right? And it's just like, um, you know, it's, uh, yeah, I, I know if I start playing KOTOR 2, I'll just be on it day in day out and it just will not be good Wanted will to not play be this good. for years but i didn't want to go back to the old one because i don't know i just wanted the updated version something brand new so now that this is coming i'm just excited like yes i'm playing ps5 i can't wait yeah. and i'm curious though how they're going to adapt it are they going to take the final fantasy 7 mm. approach which if they do that's a that's gonna be even better for me you know, I just, I just want to, I can't wait. But it's probably going to be like two, three years away because, you know, these little early announcements, man. There's no point getting really excited for something that I might be dead for by the time it drops. <laughs> <laughs> in, in, a, in, in a way, it's kind of good because when these, when these things come out, right, um, it's like, um, you know, we've generally been disappointed by a lot of the Star Wars stuff that has come on TV, right? And it's kind of like when you play something like KOTOR, there's no there's not as much risk for the developers, right? So kind of like they can they can just go and just just go wild on, you know, whatever they want to do in there. Um, I mean, like the, the things that were in there was, you know, crazy. Like, the, you know, you're going into like the Revan, Revan and Malak stories and like, you know, all these old school, like, you know, it's like people are like, oh yeah, you know, uh, it's like, oh, Ray, Ray can like lift up these like, you know objects and stuff like that and it's like dude you know what these <laughs> these guys in the old republic were doing some crazy stuff oh this is this is a thing like um you know I, I really hope they do the stuff where it was just like you know you've got four or five uh you know kind of uh force users facing off against an army and stuff like that that kind of stuff is the stuff that interests me man i don't did you ever did you ever listen to or, or read the the dark bane series I haven't um, queued up. I have started a couple of them. All these old public ones. So I'm kind of <laughs> jumping around from one to one, which isn't good because I'm starting to forget what the, story leads to what. The Darth Bane one is just amazing, man, because it's basically like in the Old Republic, they used to use the Jedi and the Sith as um as soldiers they were like special forces yeah, yeah. right so you'd literally have like a whole load of sith going into battle against like the republic's army i mean that kind of stuff is just crazy man he just like you know i that's the kind of thing that you would just love to you know love to it's never going to be on a screen but you know you would yeah, in a game i guess know. they can they can that's it you we never might know. actually you never have know. No, it's in the old Republic <laughs> game. It actually looks like those trailers that we used to always see for years that were always blown <laughs> away by. But the game never looked anything like that. Now it might actually. Oh, that is true. That is true. Yeah, those trailers were amazing, man. The game, the game was good, but obviously it didn't have the same, the yeah. same immersion in the graphics and stuff like that, man. So, yeah, that would be good. But should we stick with the games for the moment, right? <laughs> because of because of because some other like other like PS5 stuff, man. So oh. as, as you can see, Ed's is, Ed's has got a. I, I'm more analog, <laughs> and Ed's has got this like beautiful PS5 there, man. So, <laughs> uh, so yeah. So the so the thing that obviously stood out is kind of like the people who made the Spider-Man. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, game are also making a Wolverine game, and it's like, man, 
uh, <laughs> Insomniac are great. Love their games. So for them to be doing a Wolverine game is like, uh, where can that go? From the trailer, we see him in a bar. He's just witty wreck shop. Some guys are still trying to fight him. But I'm guessing it might have like a nomad sort of vibe. Like he'll just travel around yeah. town to town and do missions and stuff. But still, that's going to be awesome. It, it'll, be, it'll be amazing. Because the question is, are they really going to let Logan mm. loose? Or is this going to be, yeah. yeah, is this, is it going to be bloody? Are we going to get a, a Logan, you know, a Logan version of Logan, like the movie, or Old Man Logan, or is it going to be more X-Men, you know, TV? Yeah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. No blood, no limbs <laughs> flying through the air. Well, that's the thing is that he needs to literally just let loose and just yes. be like, you know, just going crazy, man. Um, and I guess... I, part of me hopes that they won't do that but at the same time like uh you know i kind of i kind of think they're probably gonna end up making it more pg-13 mm, style yeah. um but what they should do with games like this any game like that right they should just they should just release a second pack like yeah. basically like you have to be over 18 with a credit card yep. right yep. and you can download the blood pack or something that, yeah. that's all they should do right and and basically then it stops like the average kid getting it unless they've got irresponsible parents or whatever you have the average kid where <laughs> gta has established that parents have no idea willfully ignorant they'll just let their kids play anyway. <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> yeah so basically you know just like any um you know just um just they they can buy it there normally but then obviously then if they want that blood pack then they have to they have to do that but then you know that's that's the parents fault man they're allowing that to happen i guess so uh yeah can't wait and insomniac also announced spider-man 2 mm-hmm. and everyone seems to be focused on venom which obviously is a big deal but they seem to be kind of glossing over the fact that we definitely heard uh craven on hunter's voice mm-hmm. as the voiceover mm-hmm. in that so mm-hmm. if, whether venom's a legitimate villain or you can play as him but craven's definitely there man so why is everyone sleeping on this that's a big deal i i think i think Cra- craven seems to be getting quite a big like push at the moment have you have you heard the um old man star lord podcast at mm. all no. so uh, so basically there's a podcast basically about um, they did another one like a while back, which is which is a Wolverine one, which yeah. is like an old old man Wolverine kind of thing. And then they um, now they've done an old man uh, old man Star Lord, which is basically like the world um, has been taken over by the villains. It's been taken over by Doom, basically, right? And all the other villains, Red Skull, Craven, all that kind of stuff, are just let loose on the planet. All the heroes have been killed, like literally, like every single one. Captain America, Iron Man, all those lot. And um, Star Lord and Rocket are the only ones who are left off the Guardians of the Galaxy, and they end up coming back to Earth. And when they come back to Earth, it's like um you know they uh they basically see this world and you know they've got to kind of try and save people in this world and stuff like that but it's craven was like the main villain in that yeah. so craven is the is the guy who's hunting star lord and rocket <laughs> while you know while they're trying to find out where doom is right mm. um which is quite crazy and then obviously craven they're saying um there's gonna be a craven you know a film i guess 
yeah. they've been saying for a while. Um, and then, um, about that. Yeah. and then obviously, yeah, then obviously they've been, uh, they've been saying, uh, you know, obviously Craven, Craven in this, uh, in this thing there as well. So, uh, I mean, it's interesting, man. I would, I would like to see one from the point of the villain, like hunting down the heroes, man, because that would just be, oh, just be, be crazy. Cool. Yeah, you, you, you know, act- from actively have to look for clues and to find and chase down Spider Man yeah. or any of the Yeah, that would be cool. It would be it would be cool, man. It'd be cool if he was doing stuff like that. So yeah, that would that would definitely pique my interest. So I think they're trying to give Craven a bit of a push, but obviously like you know, Venom and stuff is still the still the big draw. And Venom's like like what is it, the twelves, eighteen days away. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy, isn't it? <laughs> It's like 18 days is coming out in this country, man. Just like, it's crazy. Like, you know, um, so yeah, I don't know. I don't know how much, how much hype and <laughs> there is going to be for that over here, but, but I, but I don't know. Um, so yeah, I, the, the gaming world is looking, is looking amazing yeah. right now, man. I'm but... not as, I'm not as um, excited by the Guardians of the Galaxy game purely because the, I, I got the versions of the movies, of the characters mm. in the movies in my head too much. So when I see this game and I see their version of uh, Star-Lord, I'm like, oh no, it just, it looks, and they act like, it's like a regular writer trying to do comedy, but they're not really, they don't have that voice. And yeah. It yeah. Look right I don't know. I don't honestly don't know why they do that. Right. And it's like, you know, you've got this, you've got this massive, you know, um, well-known franchise, right. Yeah. And it's like, you want to sell the game, right? <laughs> you know, if you, the game, if you make them the same as they are there, I, know. I think they're they're worried. They've got like, okay, if we put the likeness in, then you know, maybe we have to we have to pay the actor some money or whatever. But well, yeah. at the same time, they do, innit? Because you know, what's that established from like I don't know Star Wars or something that side being a thing, but. It should be part of their original contracts. They should have the foresight to know that, you know, if we're making toys with their likeness and their faces on the boxes of the toys and other merchandise and T-shirts, then why can't it be in the games? Put that in yeah. the contracts. Come on, man. Yeah, they should They should just do it. They should just do all of it, man. Just like, just, just make a cohesive uh, move into that because I think a lot more people would want to do it. Yeah. I think a lot more people would run play as rocket or as star lord from the movie rather than just a random you know rocket or star lord or just like the you know the adventures of drax basically as as drax from the from the films you know what i mean so yeah i think i think people would people would like that a lot more man but yeah it's just it's just all of these kind of things like you know so when when you got the playstation stuff well when you got all the gaming stuff there's there's literally those lot you also got um you got um Bat Family one as well, yes. which is coming out, yeah. and the Suicide Squad uh, squad one that is coming out there as Kills well. The Justice League. Um, yeah, cool. and which is going to be crazy. And they're also saying there's going to be a new, there's a new Batman one coming out starring Damien, basically as yeah. Batman. But I, but I, d- I don't know because Damien's never really been that popular. You know what I mean? So mm. I don't know. Uh, yeah. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see, we'll when see man. We'll see when it comes. So, um, th- this is actually a you know, this is actually a DC and Marvel movie podcast. So, 
we should actually get into maybe some movie stuff, right? Um, so, so let's um, so let's 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 talk about that um, the uh, uh, the injustice um, uh, trailer, right? Uh, you saw the injustice trailer, you know the you know the uh, the the books and stuff, right? Uh, can I just start off on this, right? Uh, I'm feeling a little underwhelmed by that trailer, to be honest. Um, I agree with you. And for me, <laughs> right. I don't know, it's partly the art style I'm not a big mm. fan of. It's a weird thing with these DC cartoons. It tends to change. They don't really have one consistent style. It kind of jumps around. Sometimes it's wicked. Sometimes it's meh, like this. Um, and I guess we don't really know how brutal they're going to get, but they must do because the DC animated movies do tend to push the limits a lot more. The live action so so this is the new this is the new style that they've changed to um because basically the previous styles like the new 52 style now they're kind of changed to this this style basically which i don't know i'm still a little bit like mm, i'm not quite yeah. sure whether it's right or not um you know the the thing is the thing is that always sells these is like you know the voice actors pretty much right so you know when you've got the voice actor for the joker it has to be a you know a top tier you know joker uh, you know voice actor and for this i kind of felt he sounded a little bit flat um it was just like you know um they they obviously they're, they're teasing certain things that were happening right but one of the things that one of the things that i kind of um uh, heard that was in there was when they said oh uh he killed he killed lois he killed the woman that he loved right yeah, and that's like, well, no. Uh, spoiler alert, guys who haven't seen Injustice or whatever. But basically, the Joker tricks uh, Superman, Superman into thinking, yeah. into thinking that um, that Lois is uh, is a villain, and basically, like, he ends up killing Lois and the baby. So Superman actually kills Lois. Yeah. It's not Joker doesn't kill him. He's his Joker toxin kind of um, kind of tricks him basically. Um, so. If they're going about it that way and they're saying, okay, uh, for me, it's way more interesting if Superman kills Lois, right? Yeah. Because his whole life is basically spent about him trying to save Lois and loving Lois and all this kind of stuff. If he kills Lois himself, right, then he's got this internal conflict in his own mind all the time. Exactly. As opposed to if the Joker does it, it's like, well, yeah, the Joker's piece of shit and you know maybe batman should have killed him a long time ago um, but, but you know <laughs> he really should <laughs> but but but, <laughs> but you know like uh that, but that's basically it it's like okay well there's not a great deal else going on there it's kind of just like um you know superman goes bad because he kills lois and now the motivation is he wants to get rid of all villains before they even start before they do something like this <sighs> But then there's no internal conflict there. You're kind of no. backing Superman for the Dirty. whole, you know, the whole time, right? Yeah, I want to see him struggle and blame himself. Um, kind of what I want to see more of in, we might speak about it later, but the Titans as well with like Hawk and Dove, you know, her basically doing the same thing. <sighs> yeah, That's yeah, crazy. yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I, th th I'll, I'll wait. I'll, I'll obviously, I'll get it anyway. I've got all the, I've got all the DC uh, animated stuff anyway. I'll get it. I'll watch it and, and have a look see. But, um, but I don't know. It's kind of like it's kind of like the same with the um, with the with the long Halloween. It's like, you know, first part really good, second part uh, not so great. 
and you kind of think, um, okay, you know, can they pull it off there this time? Because because they reached a peak like years ago, and these are kind of always trying to get up to that yeah. peak, and they never quite reach it, basically. So um, you know, it's always it's, it's always difficult. Although when you read a comic book, it's kind of like sometimes that kind of stuff happens. Like you might have, I was reading, I was reading one yesterday, which is called, um, which is basically like um, this, basically this drug, right? It's about this drug that this terrorist brings into this country. And, um, and basically this, uh, they've got like 48 hours to, uh, to go and find out um, what, you know, where this drug is, find an antidote, because what it does, it prematurely ages people and just kills them. Right. So, so 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 it's coming this airport they got to shut this airport down batman's aging because he's been exposed to it right and within within the spats of about 30 pages he figures out who the guy is where he's gonna be and within two pages right the, basically batman disguises himself as a uh, as like a hazmat in a hazmat suit yeah. and he ends up because he figures out that that guy must be where patient zero is and patient zero must be in the plane so he goes there this guy emerges from the hold batman, batman beats him in like one page and then that's it that's the end that's the end of the wow. graphic novel right? wow so somebody so somebody <laughs> didn't plan out their schedule right and they ain't rusty at the very end that's what that sounds yeah. like yeah yeah or they're just like or they're just like oh um yeah we you basically got like you know 30 pages to continue yeah. your story we'll give, we'll give you a little chance but you know you, we're not going to give you we're not going to give you much of one Damn. um as opposed to this thing that i'm watching right now which i have the have the t-shirt off here uh which i don't know whether you noticed that but um which is has a storyline going on this is the expanse by the way oh which storyline just goes on and on and on and on and on uh expanding and expanding so yeah um that, so sometimes when i see these dc animated stuff and they stop very abruptly or it's just like suddenly something gets done mm. it's like i kind of think a lot of the comic books are like that there anyway so um you know you can't really you could if you're comparing it to a film that's different if you're comparing it to the to the comic book that's a that's a different scenario man so um should we go into the 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 big review the thing that's actually got me back into Ooh, liking good, baby liking comic book films and stuff so so yeah so i saw so i saw this film recently um uh, and guys we'll just give you a brief brief synopsis so basically there's a guy um he's uh he basically uh, a series of circumstances happen um that mean that he has to go and it gets revealed that he's like this uh you know used to be a used to be a former assassin and basically goes and finds finds his sister teams up with his sister they go and fight against this like father figure father figure controls all this like group of people who are just like kind of mindless i guess kind of mindless like zombie kind of people it's not even just and a father get... figure he is their father yeah I mean, wait you gotta let me craft this joke Ed. oh okay <laughs> <a> <laughs> right? so basically like yeah they go and they <laughs> you ruined this joke for me now, right? <laughs> so, so, <laughs> so basically yeah so they go and they have this father figure and he controls these like mindless zombies and while while they're trying to go and and you know find this kind of um 
find this secret from their mother. They're basically um, got this guy who keeps coming, coming at them. It's a colorful guy, wears blue, <laughs> blue and orange, blue and orange and, and silver. And, uh, and <laughs> basically comes. And right at the end, there's a massive cgi battle mm-hmm. and no that's not the plot to black widow that is the plot yeah so it's interesting because there's two two of those movies came back to back and one of them i was just like okay yeah I, i'm not quite sure about this and the other one i'm like literally from like from start to finish I, I have a very kind of short attention span, right? Which is why whenever I do, uh, I basically like I, I do um, in my field, like certain surgeries, my surgeries are limited to like an hour, hour and a half because my attention span is so short. Um, and there, there, are other, there are other guys who do the same thing as me who always say to me, oh, you need to be doing this kind of part of it. He's like, you know, these different, different surgeries, which they take three, four hours. I ain't got the attention span for that. But basically with this, I was literally from start to finish just sitting there like, wow, this is awesome. This is so cool. This is so great. Right. You know, like sometimes like, um, you know, when you're a kid and you used to watch these like Jackie Chan films and stuff like that. With with me and my friends, we were at school. We were all like into superhero stuff. Right. So we used to always be like, yeah, imagine if they had like, uh, you know, this film, uh, like, you know, this, uh, this Jackie Chan film, uh, or this Bruce Lee film, but instead of, instead of Bruce Lee, it was like somebody from, you know, Mortal Kombat, for example, right. Yeah. Do, do the whole thing. Or imagine if instead of, instead of Jackie Chan, they had, uh, they had Bane and, you know, some, somebody else who's like doing it. And I'm just watching this and I'm thinking, this is literally what I used to think of when I was a kid. That's what I need to do. I need to re-edit the films in my head and either put in superheroes fighting in these Jackie Chan or Samuel Hung films or Mortal Kombat because the films weren't nowhere near as good as what <laughs> you know, was happening in the Hong Kong films. Yeah, same thing. Just re-edit. Yeah, and, that, and this is basically, basically what it is. And it's kind of like, you know, from the, from the start of this, okay, I'm, I'm one of these people that I kind of... Um, uh, Ed's always says, Ed's always has, says that I have no have no happiness in my heart, right? Because I don't find I don't find any of these things funny. Like whenever, whenever, whenever I see any of these any of these films or anything like that, I'm kind of just like, oh yeah, okay, yeah, whatever. But then with this, I was actually finding this is actually quite funny. And even even the um, the, uh, the 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 co-star actress who um, who I've never actually seen. Yeah, I've never seen a comedy before, but um, I read on the internet afterwards, like people get annoyed by her voice or whatever. Yeah. I was kind of like thinking she was actually quite funny. And <laughs> it's like, she wasn't actually like that, you know. One of the things I was scared of, because she is, she can be overbearing. She's very loud, has a very great voice, but she seemed to just take it just to the right level, not too far. And yeah, she was a delight. I loved it. She was fun. The one thing I really liked about this was that, um so when you when you're making a film there's certain things in it which are kind of like not quite in jokes but kind of like kind of like cultural things yeah right so if you're if you're watching something and you kind of think okay um if if there was something about my culture for example and they and and we'll probably see this with miss marvel because i'm you know that's going to be interesting right but there there will be little things in it and it will be like 
oh, this is hilarious because this has happened to me or this is what happens in my family or, or whatever, right? And I could see things within this film that was like, there must be people who are Chinese origin, Japanese origin, Korean origin, who are just sitting there and just pissing themselves laughing because there must be like this stuff. Ha- like when, when the grandma is saying like, when are you going to get married and stuff like that? And it's just like, you know, just like, just like little, little things. And just, um, you know, just, just like um, when they were showing this, when they're showing this guy who they've got this, you heard about this weird thing in China that they're doing that they only want macho, men or whatever yeah. on screen and stuff like Talk that about it right? on the podcast as well. <laughs> and, and they basically they basically have this dude who's like a he's like a pretty boy in his BM, bmw oh this film's like sponsored by bmw isn't it <laughs> right it's like bmw because i because uh, marvel films used to be sponsored by audi right so mm. everybody had audis like tony stark and audi all this this is blatantly bmw now so bmw is kind of all over the place but there's this dude he's in like this brand new uh you know um uh m8 and he's like he, he like drives in there and he's basically like a like a, a chinese kind of pretty boy character basically isn't he um and uh and then you kind of it kind of gets revealed that um the aquafina and and um and shang chi was aquafina kate or something katie or something katie, was katie yeah, yeah shang shang chi and katie are basically working as like you know doormen basically or valets or, yeah, or whatever yeah. in, this, in this one place i thought that was that was quite funny man but um yeah got, the well, let me touch yeah. on like the difference between shang chi from compared to Black Widow, which you haven't really spoke of either, is that I enjoyed Black Widow up until the halfway point. I was along with the bride, loving it. And then after the dinner, the family get together, it all went kind of downhill. It just fell into cliche, terrible villain. But Sang-Chi, the villain, Tony Long, Mandarin, the real Mandarin, was one of the best villains Marvel's had. So I was worried that they were going to start with Black Widow. They were going to start falling back into that Mm. Real sort of two-dimensional cobble cut out mustache twirling sort of villain but yeah we got one that actually has motives and nuance you know you can empathize with him and yeah love is what's basically drove him to even though he started out pretty bad to begin with but love turned him around and love's also what's kind of drove driving him mad by the end yeah, I, I heard there's a there's a there's a rumor that the reason why they couldn't actually get a Russian to play that role, and they got Cockney. Um, <laughs> uh, what's his name? Yeah. What was that? What was his name? Uh, Ray, Winston. Uh, Ray Ray Winston, uh, who's been an actor in the UK for a long time, is because if there was anybody playing like a piece of garbage like that they find polonium 210 in their in their tea like, <laughs> like a, few, a few days later because uh because putin would be having it bad because if uh, there probably is a black in fact there actually has been like um you know um like you know evidence that they actually do send uh you know uh female spies over to the u.s to kind of mm. infiltrate it and stuff like that so yeah it kind of kind of is a is a at least kind of find someone who could put on a fake accent convincingly <laughs> like uh, uh, his performance was just so bad so it was bad. it was atrocious man it was Are atrocious but getting into spoilers with shang chi it's been out long enough man it's been out long enough i d- one of the things like because so i um i used to do this a lot like when i was um 
when I was watching these films was I would literally I'd go watch the film and then I'd mm-hmm. go and see what people on forums are saying and stuff like that because we post the podcast in these forums and things um and it's interesting because one of the bits that i found that i really liked because i don't know why maybe i'm getting to a lot of getting into a lot of history and stuff there now at the moment um uh which people are saying that they didn't really like was the bit in like the the second world where they go into this you know go through the portal into this other world i i like that a lot because i was like oh you see those lions that's yeah. like the mythological yeah. lion right and you know you see the you see this dragon this is the mythological dragon that yeah. they have well, like you know we rarely get to see that chinese yeah. version of like the snake like dragon realized in you know uh, live action so it just looks so cool so cool to see these sort of creatures come to life yeah and, and that's the thing that's why i was like okay they really tapped into this thing that the basically like people have people have their myths and legends from their cultures and stuff like that right mm. and it's like it's basically saying that these myths and legends come from a real real yeah, world right? parallel dimensions yeah. and this is what it is and th- and it's really smart thing to be like okay uh, people put these put these drag um these uh, lions in their house right you yeah. can get them from anywhere like they put these you know pair of lions yeah. they're protectors right but it's like in this they were actually literally like the protectors there and i thought yeah. that was just, like so cool man um I, I love the um even the even the um i think with this i've seen a lot of like um ironhead studio who are the ones that made um you know the costumes in this like all the all the hard parts of the costumes right um have been posting you know we did we made this we made that etc and i think it really does show because some of these things some of the stuff that they've made like just the details on the mask of the mother right that she was wearing just the detail of that mask and the, it just looked like so amazingly well put together right and it was um for me like I, I i just like the fact that basically you start off and you've got kind of like a jackie chan film kind of at the start where yeah. they're doing all kind of acrobatics fighting in the uh in the tram in, i don't know if bus. it's a bus or tram bus. in the bus, bus yeah in the in the bus right in in san francisco and then it kind of goes more into a crouching tiger hidden dragon kind of you know fight when they meet and, yeah and the and the difference is, is like when you watch the the first part, it's kind of like a uh, that's actually like a legit fight, right? So they're actually like yeah. you know uh, they're they're fighting each other, they're countering each other, whatever. Whereas the next part, where it's meant to be like a love story, is more like a dance, right? They're yeah. fighting, but they're dancing with each other, yeah. and it's like uh, that is so clever to tell the story through the action is really really clever and that's why that's why i liked about it more because the action should be part of the story and it sold the story totally and it yeah it emphasizes and adds to the experience uh the opposite of that snake eyes anyone that's seen that was a could have been a so-so film but could have been elevated if it had good action but you couldn't see any of the action you all you saw was just camera shakes and it was like what are these after all these years they still can't figure out how to capture action in so many films so i was a little worried that that was going to happen with shang chi but no they got it right there she showed a lot of the action in wides and yeah you could see everything and it added to like you said to the story and the narrative of what was going on love that 
Yeah, this I mean, this is the thing. I, Snake Eyes, the, the less we talk, I mean, that is comic booky. That is comic book. Comic book yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, it, that was that was terrible. Yeah. It's just terrible. Um, just uh, you know, it was it was an okay film if it came out in like the early nineties, and I kind of think, okay, this is all right. But having all the stuff done there afterwards, it was it was not great. Um, but but yeah, with this, you know, even. Um, a little bit towards the end, I was kind of finding, okay, this is starting to get a little bit, little bit long here. But even with that, once the um, once the uh, the other kind of dragon came through, like the massive yeah. kaiju, basically, right? I was like, okay, now now we're on a Pacific Rim kind of mission, yeah. right? So it's like it's like you're watching four different films, like in the you know in the, in, in in the thing. Um, I like the other thing. I like the way that they. I don't know how you feel as a Marvel guy about this, but um, as from what I've done in the in my research, because I don't read Shang Chi or whatever. Apparently, the rings were like actual rings. Yeah. But I like the fact that they've they kind of made it like on the arms and stuff. Like yeah, the, the more like bangles, or more yeah. like those sort of iron fist monk sort of bangles mm. on the wrist. Yeah, I've heard some diehard fans moan about that. But for me, it makes so much more sense to just change the aesthetic of it because it, even though it's not gauntlet, it would have been too similar to that, mm. to the, you know, the Thanos thing. So to change yeah. it, it just, it looks so cool. The visual aesthetic of it was just so, I want some. I want some. I want real ones <laughs> so I can just <laughs> jump and fly through the air from just punching the ground like that because it needed that and it worked for me. It works. No complaints in my end. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's. I mean, that's the thing. Like the, you know, uh, visually it works way better because you can. Yeah. It's very difficult to see rings on somebody's hand. You yeah. know what I mean? Like if you think about all the stuff that they had in, you know, Infinity War and stuff. All of that stuff was close up. Yeah. So you know they were showing like literally there. If you're doing that, it detracts from the rest of the action because you know you can't you can't have the action at the same time. So that I thought was that I thought was quite cool. I um there was what I always like is when it seems so when you have somebody say for example like quentin tarantino and you know he's watched loads of films right yeah. and it's like you watch a film and it's like okay this guy's paying homage to this other film right this is what i kind of saw from this rather than in certain films like i see uh, like in snake eyes there was a lot of this where it was like this person is stolen from somewhere else without rather than giving it homage to something else right um and i see kind of you know this some of these things like you know the um you know somebody who's who basically is um you know uh, tony lung as the as the villain uh, he basically was you know an absolute you know piece of piece of garbage and i would <laughs> just as a quick aside i would watch the hell out of a three-hour film of him just going and fighting ottomans and oh that the story that would have been so cool. with the rings that would have been just yeah, showing with discovery the rings, the rings and just wrecking havoc around the world that would that would be so I, cool Oh, it'd be amazing, man. Fighting Genghis Khan's army, fight this, yeah. fight that. It would just be amazing, man. Have you seen on Netflix this thing called um, Something of Ragnarok? I can't remember what it's called. Uh, Story of Ragnarok or something like that. And it's basically an anime um, where they... Uh, basically, what they, what they do is this Valkyrie... Um, the, the, uh, there's this time that is coming now, which is Ragnarok, where basically they want to destroy all humanity. Yeah. And then... Um, 
and then Valkyrie decides to go and get all these uh, heroes from human history to go and fight against uh, against these guys. And one of the guys that the first guy that she gets is this kind of Chinese general called Liu Bu, who basically went and conquered like most of the world. It shows him in battles like conquering most of the world. It's crazy. They've got like uh, Adam. You know, like the like Adam, like, like goes like the first man basically what? goes and goes and goes and yeah, he goes and, he goes and they got Adam as a warrior. Yeah, goes and fights against Hades, and you've got like um uh what's it called uh, Nikola Tesla. What the hell? I'm seeing you the thumbnail for this, it, but I don't, oh, you, you're making me want to see it now. That sounds ridiculous. Come on. It's so ridiculous. Especially the, the Adam one. He's like some skinny dude with lips. He's naked. Like a fig. Yeah, he's got yeah. a fig leaf. He's got a fig leaf on. <laughs> Come on. Come on. I'm watching this now. It's funny as hell, man. It's funny as hell. So, yeah, that reminded me of that. That it's like he was like this warrior who went through all these things. Lu Bu, his only thing was that he kept doing all of this because he wanted to have a challenge right he never in his life as he fought anybody who could challenge him right um so eventually he conquered the whole world and he kind of like he basically suicided himself because he couldn't he couldn't take it um and then when he gets brought back by valkyrie he goes to fight against uh thor right and um and basically thor is like somebody i I won't spoil it but thor is like the the the, a challenge for him kind of thing so he has a has a purpose for living so with the same with this i was kind of looking at okay uh tony lung's character his purpose for living was um was his wife and then basically after that um yeah she changed his whole yeah his whole his whole thing was to get that back and it's kind of like a drug you know he just wanted to get that feeling back there again he'd do absolutely anything to to get it so should we go into the end credit scenes um firstly oh, actually, talk about trevor slattery come on now such an esteemed esteemed theater oh my played by ben kinsley i love that don't tell me you hated that it needed to be in there man to address what it we saw in, in iron man 3 you know i'm free it, had to be done. it needed to be in there because it was like uh it was like oh my god you know this this guy uh, basically, was was the shame of Iron yeah. Man three, yeah. but but I don't I don't know, man. I wish he was more like beaten and, and scarred and like really? damaged and like and he was just like you know like um like so so you know he was a bit too he's a bit too with it. I mean, obviously, he thought that 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 creature thing wasn't real. Yeah. But otherwise, it, this dude's been locked underground for. <laughs> he literally comes out to do a performance and goes back underground. Yeah. He should be like he should be like crazy, man. Like literally, like the dude should be like out there and an absolute liability. Um, but I guess in a way, he was kind of. You know, he was kind of like the the comedy relief, I guess, in the uh, in the film. Yeah. Um, so that was all right. Um, the other thing that I kind of found, I don't know, interesting, weird, whatever. Why are Wong and Abomination friends? Right? That is something I've been asking because I was expecting Abomination to be like a nice little side villain, but now yeah. he's, I guess he's a good guy now because he's buddies with Wong and they're trained and ab- together. What? And if Abomination punches himself in the face. He would get so angry. Right? Yeah. He he just he would not be locked out. He'd just be like going berserk, man. He would just be like, uh, unless unless it was all a 
ploy to make money unless they're in it together to make money or something from this you know from this thing um yeah so um you know the guy who um who like runs the club right i've been racking my brains what is that guy in he is in something else right i've seen that dude somewhere the guy who is running the club for the sister right it's do it honestly is doing my head in. I don't know if he's been in comedian in yeah I don't know if he's been in Fast and the Furious or or something like I don't know whether if, I've seen him if the guy I'm looking at is the one I think he is from the club yeah. then he's, well, I might uh, just he's seen crazy him on... rich Age, crazy rich Asians and he's also a stand-up comedian so he has some I've probably thing. seen him on Netflix do something that's probably what's confusing me about it Especially, um yeah. but but yeah, so we had two we had two end credit scenes, right? So the one of the end credit scenes was um, was basically where Wong um, and Captain Marvel and um, Bruce Banner, which I'm going to ask you about in a second, um, were all there. And obviously, then you have Shang Chi and um, and Katie. What um, she's there in every he doesn't need to have her there all the time. Like, don't send me wrong. Um, I like she jokes, but. They kind of have her around as she, as if she's also a superhero, which is kind of weird to me. Yeah, she's around because men and women cannot be yeah. best mates. Okay. They can't be best mates, so they're just gonna be end up being, you know, together at some point. But um, I don't know, mate. She fits in somewhere uh, with something. Um, so you know, she she obviously is a part well, of picks him up from the karaoke bar. It's like, yeah, Sharon, we need you. You can come too. Why? <laughs> why? Yeah. Why? <laughs> Just you stay there, unless you know something, uh, something about her about or, this... or whatever. But yeah, they're analyzing the uh, the rings and they don't know the origin of it, which is interesting. Which is interesting. So, um, do you reckon that's um, that's the dragon thing, the the Fing Fang Foom character, the you know that is, you know, um, that is is responding to the signal. You know the thing that they were saying, so because um, they because they were like hinting whether that would be in this in this film, but obviously not. So yeah. is that the interdimensional being that is uh, that is responding? Yeah, I was um, thinking it was an interdimensional thing that kind of connects to the villain that who was a variant of the guy who was in Loki. Who? Why am I blanking on his name? Oh my god! Oh my god! Um, Drive me mad now. Um, Kang. Kang. Kang, yeah, Kang yeah. the Conqueror. I was yeah, expecting yeah. that it's something connected to him because his whole thing is technology. He's not a superpowered being, it's all technology. And this is something that maybe is connected to him transdimensionally, which kind of links all possibly. Mm-hmm. If all if all of those events happen kind of at the same time, so like the yeah. Spider-Man event, um, the uh, you know, the um this event and the the Kang event. Happen all at the same time, which unlocks the multiverse. Basically, that I, I would prefer that because then it makes that um, Peter saying something silly and uh, you know causing the you know the multiverse to open up oh, a much better yeah. uh, than actually just like you know the the Sorcerer Supreme getting getting yeah, you know not being able to do like stuff that. you know what i mean I didn't like that. <laughs> so that i kind of like that these uh, it's interesting the way they kind of um they've softened captain marvel again right so captain marvel has become more for 
you know, she, I found her in certain parts of the of the film. She was quite harsh, right? And it was kind of just like a bit too much, like oh, you know, likable, you know, yeah, unlikable, unlikable, very, yeah, very dour. Yeah, yeah. nothing to connect to there, nothing to latch onto. But she had no real personality, basically. No. So they really and in this, it looks like that, yeah. Make her a bit it looks like they turned her into Green Lantern, basically, right? The only one thing is, why is Bruce Bruce now? <sighs> Shouldn't he be Professor Hulk still? I don't know. Has he turned back to he said because he didn't he say at the end of Endgame, this is the I've I made peace with myself. This is what I'm gonna be from now on. I've got the Hulk and I've got Bruce and I've joined myself together and Hulk this is, is my Hulk has been through it, man. It's like whoever <laughs> whatever writer gets hold of that character just seems to redact and twist things around just to suit whatever way they need him to be. Yeah. And that gets That's a little just annoying because think... we don't have his own film or his own show so we can't really fill in the gaps in between these events we just jumps from one version to another each time we mm. see him which without the, any of the explanation gets a little annoying i i in in a way i never really say this but i just like feel universal to just give up that right and just give it give yeah. it to marvel because it really like as a real fan of hulk like you know i've said this so many times in the podcast hulk and x-men were, were the ones that i really liked in marvel uh, to see this kind of each time it just annoys me man just like so i kind of just think just no give sense. them back the rights it makes no sense yeah like, what universe were doing nothing like what are they gaining from this it's like just let yeah. it go it's a spiteful at this point it's not as if they're making loads of money out of merchandise because you know disney own that right because they've got all the merchandise in their stores and stuff so what exactly are they getting out of it? Not like nothing, mm. like literally nothing, right? So, um, so yeah, I think I think they should just give that up. And then the second second end credit scene where it's like um, the sister is now uh, she's meant to disband uh, the ten rings, but it looks like she's kind of taking it over, kind of thing, I guess. Yeah, and it um, ended with the little title card: Ten Rings shall return. Mm-hmm. So, is she? She was redeemed. She became a, a good person. So are the rings going to be a, an organization for good that are going to pop up somewhere else in some other property? Or does she go down a villainous? Which doesn't really make sense if she was to turn villainous. And Yeah. So, you know. I think it's going to be like um, they're going to use them like a, a WWE mission where it's like they just turn up. Like, you know, it's like yeah. all all is lost and then these guys turn up and just swarm yeah. and just like you know yeah um i can see them popping up in one of the shows more so than the yeah probably the next actually film but in a regular up until this point i reckon in a show somewhere one of my one of my kind of favorite plots for films is always when you have you have multiple protagonists who are all trying to achieve the similar kind of thing yeah. but they're kind of against each other at the same time. And that's what I'd like to see them in. Potentially against the widows, maybe the widows are trying to yeah. do something and the uh, the Ten Rings are trying to do something. They're both trying to get, um, you know, MacGuffin or whatever it is or rescue somebody or something like that. And they're basically um, trying to beat each other to each, each mm-hmm. phase. And I think that would be interesting watching them 
you know, fighting against each other and trying to, you know, do all that kind of thing. Because then in effect, you've got, then Marvel could have its, you know, uh, it's, it's all female, you know, mission kind of thing, because you've got the leader of the 10 rings and uh, uh, Yelena as the, you know, the leader of the, the you know, the, the, the widows now, I guess. Um, and then basically having them, you know, having them uh, pitted against each other where you've got no... Yelena, um, the leader, she wasn't really, I think, no, I think it was the other one, the one who was, um, who, who, who was Taskmaster, I reckon, yes. the leader. Yeah, Odessa, whatever her name was, the actress. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, so then, yeah, there's something like that, but I don't know, I'm not, I'm not head of Marvel, so I was like, yeah. <laughs> I ain't got a clue what, what's actually going on. So, so anyway, so what's your rating for that, bro? Because... I gave it a four on the, talking to the movies podcast, check it out. Out of, yeah. out of five, not out yeah. of ten, guys. Out, out of five, five, out of five, course, out of five. Yeah, I would, I would, yeah, I would, I would give it a four out of five or an eight out of ten as well because I just, I really kind of like. I had no expectations. You know, I, like I was not, you know, like you're saying you've reached the, you're at that point where you were fatigued with the whole thing, the whole superhero mm. genre. I've mm. gotten to that point with trailers where I just don't get excited anymore. Like even the Spider-Man one, which we haven't mentioned, but. Like everyone, everyone went crazy, and I just kind of, I'm just kind of burnt out, really caring about what I see in the trailers. Mm. So Shang Chi just didn't impress me. I was like, yeah, I'll watch it, but whatever. So that low expectation for me <laughs> was exploding, and I just had so much fun. So. I, I tell you, speaking of that, because <laughs> I could tell you forgot about this, but I, I, I saw this in Super Screen, right? So it's kind of like in between a normal screen and a and an IMAX, not as yeah. big as an IMAX, but it's got dual 4K you know projectors and stuff like that but i watched this and every single trailer i was like i can't wait to see that i can't wait to see that so there's a venom trailer there was a dune trailer there was an eternal trailer right and i was just like i just honestly cannot wait to see every single one of those right because it just looked it looked absolutely amazing it sounded amazing there as well on on each and every single one um, you think the and, secret is seeing trailers again on the big screen rather than just sitting at home seeing them on your phone or on your tablet like I think, I think honestly man the whole the whole thing was right with me I was kind of like um you know I I, I just love like being kind of just enveloped by yeah. the whole thing like literally just like because i i'm not one of these people who sits in the back i sit like like yeah. you know seven or eight rows from the front right so the screen is just like enveloping you the sound is like there um the super screen is crazy because it like uh, sometimes with the with the bass it's so loud it like vibrates and stuff like that and just watching this and just thinking what wow. when i work, watch eternals right i was cussing the crap out of it to people i was like yeah there's a fake ass superman a fake ass wonder woman <laughs> yeah, I'm a fake ass this. Just, <laughs> he flies and has laser eyes <laughs> therefore he's a rip of a superman I'm like, oh, come on, <laughs> yeah so i just and then i then i saw the trailer and i was like this actually looks all right to kind of watch you know what i mean and and it's the same you know it's the same like with dune i've seen that as well and with with venom i was like oh you know i can't can't wait to see that there as well and just all the ones there um that were on there i was just like you know i just i just wanted to you know wanted to even the even the james bond as well which i've never really been like into james bond ever since the mission impossible stuff came i wasn't like oh i want to go and see it but i was more like 
it looks okay you know it doesn't look too bad and i think yeah. if i watched it on a small i think I, I watched it on a small if i watched it on a small screen i'd be like this is garbage man but if i watched it if i watched it in the cinema i think half of it being the experience would be like you know did they um, show spider-man at your screen you know they it wasn't it wasn't on there it was venom uh venom dune eternals james bond yeah uh, those are four that they showed so yeah they didn't they didn't they didn't show it on that one but um yeah they'll we'll probably get another one in um in uh in venom we're actually waiting for the new morbius trailer because that is apparently coming right <laughs> apparently that's coming in january oh, right boss, but it's right, like just, just stick it on netflix or something let's stop in, with it <laughs> <laughs> in january is where films come to die right basically so that that is that is oh, that is coming out then so um yeah i in, enjoyed it man you know really kind of looking forward to 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 you know to to more of those and i think i'll probably yeah even though i was kind of like i'm not really gonna watch eternals i probably will actually go and oh come on and see it now that we brought this back um, you have to go see it uh, it's like it's funny right so so um like i had when we were at uni um so we're in uni i started in 98 right so my first year that i was there the first matrix film came out right and um and all of us in the you know in in the first year we're just like let's go and see this film i remember there was this there was there was this um cinema called the genesis right it was like some it was like some terrible poxy like cinema basically like local cinema and we all went to see it and we were just wowed by this film right and after the matrix trailer came out right i got just people who i haven't heard from from years saying saying yeah, Matrix Four trailer. People saying, uh, it's, it's come come down, man. We'll go see this. Come down, go see this, right?" <laughs> wow. So let's like, I've got like, uh, uh, you know, Salim's uh, already like, "Oh, let's go see the Midnight," and then it's like, I've already got three <laughs> three more lined up the day after, wow. right? So better, so better be decent, man. But I don't know. We're, we'll talk a bit about Matrix because obviously that is. Uh, it, it it does have a coin but so yeah yep. you know we can we can talk about that kind of stuff what did you firstly what do you think about the matrix full stop and then i literally just rewatched the first one yesterday like i had to oh. go back i had to go back and rewatch it man i love the matrix it's the first movie i ruined for myself <laughs> in that you I'm, ruined yeah because <laughs> it's one of the first films i got obsessed with before its release back in i guess 99 98 and I watched and hunted down in this pre, even though internet existed, I didn't have internet, but in this pre-internet world, I managed to find all these little behind the scenes stuff and watch the trailer over and over again because I recorded it on VHS and got to the point where when I got to the cinema, I kind of knew and saw, even with the behind the scenes stuff, pretty much I ruined it for myself. So it took me maybe a year before I could really appreciate the film the way people did when they first saw it. Because I kind of like, yeah, I saw this. I know what's going to happen. I know that person's, ah, oh, oh, what have I done? <laughs> My eyes were open. That you got to stay away from spoilers to a degree. So, um, but yeah, after that, I came to be one of my favorite films of the, I guess you say 2000s. No, no, you could basically say 2000s. Mm-hmm. And it did slowly go down and down with each of the sequels. But 
maybe eight years ago, seven, eight years ago, I watched in IMAX, I did like a run of all three of them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And in that context, it was watching them in one back to front. Wow. It, it all works so much better. It's, it yeah. still ends a bit on a low note, but it works so much better as one massive viewing. And also with Animatrix as well. I love those as well, the little spin-offs. Anima- Animatrix is cool, man. There, there, was, um, there was a film, actually, um, that they were going to make about, it would have been, what would it have been, 2008. So, yeah, 2008, 2009. So about 12 years ago, mm-hmm. where Steven Spielberg, before he disappeared for like, you know, 10 years or whatever, um, he was going to make a film called Robopocalypse. Rogopocalypse, yeah, which is yeah. which is pretty much the Animatrix, you know, the the story of the Animatrix kind of thing, where basically that we had robots as servants, and then robots turning. Remember, there was this thing, or you know, there was a certain time for like maybe two or three years where a few films were coming out, like like AI and uh, yeah. iRobot and all these kind of things, where it was like robots, kind of you know, uh, robots and human conflict, and you know, yeah. stuff like that, basically, right? Um, and that that would have been that would have been next level, man. But he he obviously he abandoned that kind of thing. But it would be it would be interesting to kind of see. Um, I, I think a lot of people have been talking about the color palette because it's more like a purpley red rather than a greenish. Um, yeah, that was one thing of... that stuck out to me. But in watching and going back to watch these sort of breakdowns and Easter eggs of the trailer, it is that there are explanations as to why it doesn't have that green hue that the original one had because it's a different version of the matrix is this is like yeah. the seventh iteration of the matrix and we visually see it in revelations i believe yeah. when they start to reboot things oh at the end yeah and yeah, it strips yeah, yeah. away yeah. the green and it, you get a different palette mm-hmm. it's like that's one of the explanations as to what what the version of what we're seeing yeah. Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You're yeah. You're right. You're right. I, that, well, that's the thing. Like all of those, uh, all of those Matrix films, I've I've enjoyed. Like I know, I know a lot of people hate on the second and the third one. Uh, with me, when the third one came out, they weren't doing midnight showings where I was. Well, I was a junior doctor then, but uh, I basically went and saw the showing at five a.m. Right, because <laughs> that was like the first showing that they showed. And then I watched that and then I went back in at 8 a.m. to watch it, to watch it again, like literally straight after. Right. Because to me, it was like, OK, um, I, I really like war films. Right. And this is more like a war film rather than a sci fi film, which is what kind of like the first one really is. And maybe part of the second one. Um, but to me, like the, the third one was a pure like war film, basically. Right. Yeah. Um, but it was. Um, uh, yeah, I'm 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 looking forward to seeing this third one because it's kind of going to be like, um, you know, that you know it's I don't I I don't really know whether I trust the directors that much because some of the stuff that they've had afterwards has been a bit ropey. <laughs> In my opinion, um, people disagree with me, friends disagree with me, but I don't think they've made a, a a really good film since the Matrix film. Some people like Speed Racer. I never really. No, really work for me. <laughs> Cloud Atlas, you know, some because various different stories. There's, I think there's one mm. story in there with the Korean chick that I thought was cool, but the rest of them, nah. Um, let's not talk about the the other wolf guy. That the, the other, yeah, forget that one. I don't even mention the name. Yeah, so I am a little worried. That series, 
that, that series as well, which I never saw. Sensei, Did you yeah. see it? I watched the first season. It was yeah, some interesting concepts and ideas. I haven't I never finished it all. Kind of drifted off of it. But you know, they they've still got the the creative idea. Oh, it's worth mentioning though, only one of the Wachowskis is making this one. Mm-hmm. Lily Wachowski. The other one isn't. Okay. So why no, why? No idea. I don't know. No idea. But only one's doing it. Which, one's directing it <laughs> which and... one's which one's the uh, which one's the creative one? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that we're gonna thing, we're gonna know, find that out, isn't it? Who's got which the... one? <laughs> which one? Which one's the? Um, so you know, like um, uh, I, I don't know if you remember, there was this this group in the UK called Bros back in the days. Yeah, and one of them, one of the guys went over to Hollywood and made a few films like Hellboy and stuff like that, and the Blade. other one Blade. did like. <laughs> <laughs> the other one did nothing basically yeah. so which one which which one is it which bros bros brother is yeah. is, is, is well, this one man judging by one. the trailer it still looks you know still looks pretty cool so i'm into it definitely i'm not so worried about the wachowskis i'm more worried about warner brothers because warner brothers yeah. honestly man i don't know what they're smoking in that uh in that building but whatever it is it's like um it's uh what's it it's um it's it reminds me of that drug that they have in uh in judge uh, not judge dread in dread uh the the slow-mo drug (laughs) so so these guys are these guys are definitely man they're all just sitting there smoking smoking slow-mo while the world is going on around them they're just like (laughs) they're just like standing still not knowing what the hell's going on it's just like um they you know, sabotage, they've sabotaged all their releases for the last, you know, whatever months because of the whole HBO Max thing. It's like, yeah, it's good for us that we get to see these movies straight away, not having to go to the cinema, but for their box office, like the Suicide Squad, damaged. Suicide Squad done, you know, um, reminiscence, 120 oh, mil down the drain. Horrible. Horrible. You know what I mean? 120 mil down the drain in a film that actually, in reality, probably would have done better if it is like a film that got released on Netflix or something like that, yeah. as like a you know sit on the sofa and kind yeah. of watch it and you know that kind of thing. Probably would have done better on that. But the thing is, I've been looking at the numbers of, of HBO Max and they're so far behind, like everywhere else. It's just it's ridiculous, right? So it's just like they're even having this is they're so disjointed they haven't released hbo max worldwide yet they're saying oh we're going to release this at the same time in the cinemas on the other bits people in the rest of the world and we're not encouraging this but people in the rest of the world just bootlegging the hell out of these films as soon as they come out and they're just like well let's just watch it and that's basically what happened to suicide squad and stuff like that which wasn't a bad film and didn't deserve to earn as little amount as it has but it's you know that that's just that's just kind of what they're doing i guess basically so um so it's very it's it's very bizarre man uh what is going on with those guys um Let's just hope they don't get too much of their claws into the uh, into the TV <laughs> into the TV stuff, which seems to be going kind of kind of okay at the moment. Okay. Um, but guys, if you love the Matrix Matrix uh, Revel- was it Resurrection trailer, check out the website because they've got a bunch of little teasers that shows a bunch of new footage, which will blow your mind if you do the little stop freeze thing. So yeah, a lot of stuff. It's weird because you're saying you don't want to watch stuff, you don't want to be ruined. 
I've watched a bunch of the, I've watched the trailer over and over again. I've seen these little, mm-hmm. other little teasers on the website. Maybe I'm doing the same thing I did with the first Matrix film. It's a possibility. <laughs> no, no, I'm saying that. Never learn. Never learn, yeah. But I still don't have a frigging clue <laughs> what the fuck's going on in this. Even with all these breakdowns, it's, it's very cryptic. They've done a good job so far. I think with these, um, with people who make films, they've, they've got a very, they've got a toe, a fine line. Yeah. You basically got some people who will basically go and they will watch the trailer, try and compare it to stuff that they've, you know, they've seen in books or, or, or whatever. Um, if it's, if it's adapted from there, go and freeze frame everything, go and watch every YouTube video that says like, you know, break down everything. And then you've got the general public who make up, make up the majority of it, who are just like, this is Keanu Reeves matrix film. We want to see it or we don't want to see it. Right. And, and the problem is, is that, a lot of the time when it comes to the trailers later on, because the general public don't really understand what the hell is going on in this because they're not going and researching all those bits, yeah. then suddenly they panic. And this is Warner Brothers, remember, right? Yeah. So they panic and then they start releasing just too much information, too much stuff, too many reveals. And then it's just like, okay, if you see that, you end up, you know, having having a problem there with it. You know what uh, I mean? I think Sony's going to do that exact same thing with Spider-Man. I think they with might Spy- get, they're going to get close to the release and they're going to be like, we got to just show it. we got to show all the surprises in this one last final trailer. Guaranteed. They better not do that. They Honestly, they better not do it. It's, uh, it's the same kind of thing with everything. Like, I mean, I don't know, uh, you know, uh, even with, e- even with some of the older like DC films when it was like, okay, you're showing the Trinity for the first time on, on film right and it's like why the hell are you showing that money shot on the trailer right so it's like you know uh, then anybody who's seen that is not going to get surprised when they actually see the film there itself i think shang chi had like this good balance because you couldn't really tell a great deal of what was going on apart from the fact tony lung was a villain Mm. And Shang-Chi was the, the hero and Aquafina was in it. That was, that was it, basically. Yeah. You couldn't really tell. And it was a, it was a martial arts film. Um, and in this, it's the same kind of thing. Like, okay, is he in the real world? Is he not in the real world? What's going on with the Matrix? Whatever. Um, is, is Hugo Weaving in this? Is, it, no. is he not in this? I don't no, know. It's not in this, no. um, and Lawrence Fishburne's not in this. Or, no, I don't they've know. got the young uh, guy, the Yaya, well, Yaya yeah. Abdul-Mateen, yeah. yeah. He's, he's um, young Morpheus. So, uh, yeah, so I don't know. I'm, I'm cautiously looking forward to it. But I think also the fact that I'm going to be going to this probably multiple times with friends who are all enthusiastic about it there as well it'll probably make it better yeah. than if you're sitting at home watching it kind of you know what i mean That's so that like, I, th- I saw malignant the other day and i wish i went to see it with people with friends because it's like it's bad what's what's malignant it's a horror, horror is it? film james wan james wan's new horror movie the guy that did a conjuring and insidious and all that and mm-hmm, it's, this, mm-hmm. it's, it's as if his time on Aquaman and uh, when he did the Fast and Furious movie suddenly uh, <laughs> taken away his ability to make a good film because it's <laughs> like it feels like a first time movie the first time director oh, God. I don't know what has happened to this guy but it's bad in a hilarious way okay, I also saw okay. Candyman which was just boring and just bad but this is bad but it will make you laugh in an entertaining way Especially the big. Oh, big ones, okay. 
Okay, so you you seen you seen Candyman, have you? Yeah, yeah. Are you gonna review it on your on your cast because I'll definitely tune into that. I'll tell you why. You know, like I said, I've got this. What we got this forum, this film forum for like uh, you know for for basically for people in our profession and stuff like that. And I saw Candyman. I rated Candyman three out of ten because for reasons basically like i i thought uh, the story yeah. made no sense the the basically like um the the villain's motivation changes from one second to another um i thought it bordered on racist to be honest i'll i'll, I'll be honest with that like some of the stuff they were saying was like really like ropey like especially when they're like oh um a li- little white girl got got a razor blade and and then the police were all over it it's like this is too on the nose, man. You gotta be a it bit more subtle if you want to. Yeah, it was. They know. did hammer. And anyone that's listening yeah. to this doesn't really. Yeah, forever, whatever you could. But yeah, yeah they, they listen just... to Ed's podcast because if they, we're going through it, I guess, right? Um, yeah, so, I don't know how so deep I... though because it was, was. Yeah, I don't really want to try. <laughs> so, yeah, you don't really want to. But basically, so uh, so I rated it three out of ten, right? Mm-hmm. And I said this is this is terrible compared to the first one who the guy could actually be called. There was a reason, uh, guys, sorry, I know this is a DC Marvel podcast, but I just wanted to say, like, basically, when the, when the Candyman was, when the actual guy who was the Candyman was killed, he basically got covered in honey, and the bees went on him, stung him to death, they basically burnt him, and, uh, and there were children standing there going, Candyman, Candyman. That's why, if you say Candyman in the mirror, yeah, then it basically brings the Candyman out. Uh, now all these other ones these other iterations of Candyman made no sense so to me I was just like I I really didn't understand it the whole film was boring made no sense and then there's people on there saying this is an absolute masterpiece of cinema this is the best film of 2021 Uh, it's like wow like seriously man so I'm gonna die if you if you do discuss it, I'm gonna direct direct them to that cast and say, <laughs> look and see, look and see what Ed is saying. It's not just me, the mad, the mad DC guy who who loves everything to do with DC and everybody thinks uh doesn't know anything about films because he's always defending, yeah. <laughs> defending DC stuff. So if you, um, if you only ever listen to this, realize that I am also a black guy. So it ain't like it's just oh we must be white people <laughs> hating on this film about you know it black injustice. No, I'm a black guy who's saying this was a boring film, a horror film with no horror. Just, oh, uh, yeah, not scary, not uh, scary. I do you know what I in the cin in the cinema uh, when I was sitting there, there was basically there were these people sitting in front of me who were literally jumping like all the time, what? and then there was this then there was this bit. There's this bit when the guy who is not the Candyman but basically gets asked, uh, killed by the police because yeah. he's you know. Yeah. He he came he comes through the wall and I started laughing because I found it so funny. This he, he didn't even look scary. He just looked silly. This guy yeah. just, and I and they one of these dudes turned around and just gave me the dirtiest evil ever. Like <laughs> like why are you finding this funny? Yeah, because it's not scary, mate. And, uh, <laughs> anyways, wow. anyways, um, let's uh, let's just I just quickly want to go into um. A uh, couple of couple of other things there. So um, the the Batman Day stuff um, is more comic booky, but guys, definitely watch out for the Batman World thing. I already I already 
texting my mom who lives in Turkey and I'm like, mom. So basically guys, if you don't know the Batman world stuff is basically what they're doing is they've got um, 14 different uh, writers and artists from around the world. And what they're doing is, is that they're, they're basically releasing different variant covers for each of this Batman world, which is a story, a graphic novel, which is like 300 pages long which is basically going to go across the world and they're doing variant covers for each bit. So this is like a Polish one, a German one or whatever. My mom lives in Turkey, right? So I'm just like, mom, can you go and find this Batman world <laughs> Turkish, Turkish edition? And just like, because, because nobody's going to buy that Turkish edition. I, I wanted it. So I'm just like, find the Turkish edition, pre-order it. I'll pay you for it, whatever. My mom went on literally that minute, talked to the neighbor who's like proper, like, you know, Turkish and stuff. I was like, where can we find this thing? So that, so I've already got Batman World pre-ordered the Turkish version, which, uh, which I should be having. Um, but guys, on, um, Amazon, because you can switch different. You can switch you. different. You can do, I guess, but I don't know, man. I thought it's a more, more exciting, exciting yeah, way of doing it. Uh, you know, it's even like uh, my, my mom was saying, "Oh, there's a Polish version. Uh, do you wanna, do you wanna speak to? Um, they're, they've basically got a um, a physiotherapist who's from who's from Poland, and they're like, "Yeah, do you want us to ask her?" And then she'll get. I said, "No, no, I don't want to collect all of them. I just, I just want the one. I just want the Turkish one, just so I can kind of see and that, and that's it. So, so that's a more comic book, you guys. If you guys are looking into that then then that's fine should we should we finish up on talking about what if because out of all of them this is kind of the only one that i really seen some of them off um because i haven't really seen loki yeah. or half of winter right. soldier well, what quick, are you thinking of cliff well quick cliff notes of what i thought of the overall oh, the Disney other bits. Yeah, yeah 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 tell me tell me this, this, i'm not even going to get deep into it but this one division thumbs up it was abstract. Well, not even that abstract, but you know, it, it did a different thing with the whole superhero superhero genre, which I enjoyed. It took me a while to get into because it was a. Yeah, I didn't feel it was that consistent, especially the sort of sitcom stuff. But I did eventually like fall in love with it. Falcon Winter Soldier. It's basically just an action movie played out over the miniseries, and it's the weakest, definitely, of all of them. Uh, but you know, still there's enjoyment to be had there. Good little action beats. Loki, back to more interesting, more abstract storytelling. And it really, and you got to watch it because it introduces, you know, mm. the, 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 one of the variants of Kang. So you kind of get a sense of the actor and what he's going to do. And yeah, a lot of enjoyment. It's not, act, not big on the action. It's more about the character piece, but one that I enjoyed thoroughly. What if? These have been, um, I've enjoyed them all to a degree. Some are way better mm -hmm. than others. I think the most recent one's probably my favorite one, though. The Marvel Zombies episode. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I agree. I kind of find it a little bit uh, hit and miss, like like some of these ones. Um, you know, the, uh, the the thing is that obviously they've only got thirty odd minutes to play with. Yeah. Right. So they've got to kind of put all the things. The Marvel Zombies one, I was, I was a little bit. I, I think kind of if you knew the Marvel Zombies story, you'd probably be more into it. But the problem is, is that if you're just the average person looking at that, you have a you have a thought process of what zombies are like, and zombies are mindless, right? So it's like how are how are then zombies able to use their powers and stuff like that? It, it doesn't make a great deal of sense. But but the one 
I did enjoy it, but at the same time, this that episode has been spoiled by me watching too much stuff to do with zombies. Oh, oh that's an interesting take. Yeah, yeah. And the reason it's kind of like vampires, though. Every time they pop up in something, there's always something that's wrong or off. You know, sometimes yeah. silver is allergic to it, sometimes it isn't, something like this, that. Yeah. So I can take it. I, can I, th- it. I think the because pro- the problem is like, um, so in um, I what I, I, I really love like post-apocalyptic films and it, it kind of you know this proves everything that Ed says about my personality that I like <laughs> like bleak stuff or whatever. So I like like post-apocalyptic stuff and, and and zombie films and things like that. And and my wife loves zombie films, so it's kind of the only uh, real genre that we um, we're totally aligned with. Um, and basically, like. Um, thing is like you you watch this and it's like the bit with vision and um and scarlet witch and i'm kind of watching this and i'm thinking okay this is exactly the same storyline as the road where basically they've got like all these people trapped on the ground and they're cutting their limbs off and stuff so they can feed themselves it's literally exactly the same kind of scene um and then they've got the bit where they're basically getting into the compound this is the same as like season one of the walking dead right so they're basically like you know they get they travel this way try and get into this compound go in there um the whole bit you know within the train and all that kind of stuff yeah. it's like quiet place too <laughs> it's like yeah. the same part as a quiet place yeah, too yeah. And it's just like uh, it just seemed like they tried to put every single trope in there but then i'm just thinking like if my kids were a little bit older and they hadn't watched the road the walking dead the uh 28 days later you know all these kind of things they'll probably look at it and think it's enjoyable because they haven't seen every single one of these other things well i have Um, seen all those things but i still kind of have fun with it i guess just because it's the fact that it's marvel that's why that's why there's so many other ones i didn't like but yeah this one was cool so it it was it was the one of the better ones um of the lot um i thought kind of uh, the interesting one uh the doctor strange one was interesting it was yeah. it was a little bit odd because it's kind of like um uh, it, it was like a bit weird like the um compared to the actual film uh like some of the stuff didn't match up but i don't know if but is it maybe a different universe yeah it's a different universe so you can forgive the fact that she was in the car with him when it wasn't in the main MCU universe. Yeah. And, like, and the agent... Yeah. I like the fact that they it didn't... They, they get into a point now where they're willing to... Um, I was worried in the beginning, like with the first two, especially with the Black Panther taking the place of Star-Lord, that are these all just going to have to end with a happy ending? Because I wanted, mm-hmm. that, I wanted that episode to end with him coming back to Wakanda and seeing Killmonger on the throne mm-hmm. because he wasn't there to stop him. But with his dad being there, it was all just a happy ending. I thought, no, man, give me a bit of edge. But they've started to kind of go a bit more left field with the more recent ones. That's why I'm starting to enjoy them more. Yeah, that's that's the thing. It's like the, you know, it's like in Planet of the Apes where he comes back and it's like basically like the apes have covered the whole earth now, yeah, basically, yeah. right? And it's just it's just that, you know, you achieved all of that and then you think, oh, you know, I'm sorted now. And it's like, actually, no, you're not, you, you know, you're not me. That's always, that's always a kind of interesting thing. The Agent Carter one, I didn't really like a great deal because the, out of all of the, the, the MCU stuff, the Captain America story is the thing that I've really liked the most because it's kind of like 
this dude who didn't have physical attributes but had the heart yeah. he just needed to be given the physical attributes so he, so he could do it uh, agent carter was already accomplished before you know before yeah. she even became that so she's an accomplished secret agent you know how much different is it compared to compared to him steve rogers who is you know uh, who who is a lot different so True, that i didn't really i didn't really enjoy how many well, how many more episodes of these are i'm not quite sure it can't be many because i know the star wars um visions i think it's called is about to start so i'm mm-hmm. guessing that will start as soon as this finishes so yeah so i don't think there's many left but with the uh, Captain Carter one. The, what I liked about it is how they seem to have condensed the entire Captain America movie into that yeah, three yeah. minutes. <laughs> yeah. I was like, wow. <laughs> they done it. So that was yeah. kind of funny. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's interesting because like literally like, uh, you know, just, <laughs> just a very condensed film. You don't yeah. want to watch the film. Just kind of just exactly. watch that. You know exactly. the storyline and it, then, you know, then you're, then you're kind of sorted, man. So yeah, it's, um, uh, overall, man, it's been like, I, I would say most of these have been kind of worth watching. It's not something that I purposely be like, oh, look, it's on, it's on, you know, go and sit down. But it's like, okay, it's there. It's, you know, it's come out. Let's yeah. go and let's and go and check it out and what, see what it's 30 like. 30 minutes, so it doesn't take up much time. You can just, it's an easy watch. Yeah. And because, because I, I don't know, I've, I kind of, I've reached a platform with these other things like the Netflix and stuff like that, where it's kind of like, it doesn't seem like there's anything else left for me to watch now. They looks <laughs> like they're all just, they're all just gone. Like, you know, I, I look at the things and I go into the, to the new and popular and it's like, I've, I've watched all, you know, kind of all this stuff or like the series, you know, I never watched the series really, but kind of most of that stuff I've already, I've already seen. So with this, it's, it's interesting to kind of see. So, um, so yeah, man, what's, um, um, the next things I guess to look forward to are probably, you know, the Venom stuff and the, and the Star Wars stuff and things like that yeah. there as well. But, um, but yeah, I mean, um, there are guys, if you want us to review some of the other things, which are comic book like, but not DC and Marvel, for example, Transformers War for Cybertron. If you want us to do stuff like that, we can go back and review those, but it's up to you. Um, we didn't do Invincible, did we? We didn't do invincible no um so yeah if you guys want us to do those things then we can we can come back and uh and do those things and uh, to kind of finish off i just had to ask eds one question eds in the last six months yeah have you happened to watch once upon a dead <laughs> i did you have right wow i did i did i did Oh man! Because back into my memory now. Because this was our this was our last task before we signed off yeah. for, the, for the last episode that we were going to go watch Once Upon a Deadpool and then kind of say to you guys whether we think you know this is going to work um, because now we know obviously that uh, Deadpool is going to be uh, you know uh, released as a film uh, you know like it seems to be going ahead and stuff like that um, as long as it's too not too Ryan Reynoldsy. I think they could be okay, yeah. but um, uh, <laughs> but almost, um, almost pretty forgettable to be honest in my head. But overall, I think I left. I finished what when I finished watching it. I think I was thinking it can work. It can work. You know, all it really is is just the ultra violence. But you can get away with quite a bit of violence sometimes. In it's just it's just the blood. It's just a splatter of blood that you can't really be showing. 
And it's just like the crazy language. You just got to keep it at a certain, a few shits here and there. Nothing beyond that, maybe one fuck, and that's it. But it, it can it did still work, in my opinion. Mm. It wasn't a bad little uh, twist on the whole Deadpool movie. Was it Deadpool? Yeah, I I haven't seen it yet, so I will. That will be my assignment for next week, yeah. and I will I'll see it and then uh, and then report back and then see. So, guys, um, if you wanna if you wanna contact us, um, the uh, the email is still there. So uh, it's dcvsmarvelpod at uh, gmail.com. and I will be sending out uh, an email to all of you guys who have sent us messages over you know uh, over the years or whatever. Um, you know, and questions and things like that to say you can find us again because uh, you know we're back here. We're back, you can also baby. put any question, any questions you can put through to that there as well. Um, if you want to just look at you know uh, normal kind of films and TV shows and um, and a bit of you know comic booky stuff there as well, you can uh, you can catch Ed's on um, on the other show there as well. Talking at the movies, go check it out. And um, I don't know. Uh, whether the wrestling one is going to come back at, at any point, uh, but uh, to do it. but it's like yeah, it's like uh, that's what I was thinking, man. I was thinking you can't have Voltron Network with one show on it, right? <laughs> so so we need to actually have a network. So uh, so now we have two shows back again. Uh, yeah, you, um, you know, uh, if you if you guys are are wanting to uh, to do that, in the meantime, uh, you can uh, you can check out. I think it's is it at Wrestling Ruckus on um, on Instagram and stuff, uh, where Ed's posts up a lot of kind of um, yeah, that was kind uh, of least... leftover from the podcast. So yeah, Wrestling Ruckus. On Instagram, yeah, kind of the last yeah. One. Well, I may bring it back if I find someone to do it with. Yeah, yeah, that's the that's the thing, man. It's the, it's the same if I find if I find somebody to to go into a. Uh, I had this idea like a few few months ago, like something like dumbasses do history or something like that, where it's, oh, where it's like, like <laughs> just like just like just like getting a few people and just like going through like some history and stuff like that, and just like that you didn't know and just you know that just, would be uh, cool. Issue is you gotta find someone that's willing to do all the research because that's the, that's time the thing. Stuff. That's the thing. That's the thing that you need to. You can't have everybody's a dumbass. You need to have yeah, somebody exactly. who basically basically sit there and research it, right? So that that's the that's the thing. So so yeah, if we ever find a minion, then we could do that there as well. So um, so yeah, guys, you can check us out on those things. We'll be back there uh, in a week's time with uh, some more decent Marvel news. And uh, until then, uh, we'll see you again next time. See you later.